Aloha and welcome. You're listening to Soul. I'm your host and author of Painting What I'm Worth. This is part two of a three-part audio series featuring the best stuff from our Monday, September 4th, 2017, Blow Your Mind Call. You might wonder why we're sharing this information with you. We record our classes for two reasons. First, those who attend class, you're going to learn more by listening to a class after attending the class. Second, for those who are taking our classes, when you start growing, and you will grow more healthy, more wealthy, and more wise, people begin to take notice. When they ask you what you're doing, you can simply tell them, hey, I'm taking a class, go listen to it, and then focus on yourself and your growth. In part two of our three-part class, we discover how we choose to fail more often than we choose to succeed. And succeed we will. How? Well, <clears throat> enjoy a powerful guided visualization at the end of this class to help you succeed more than fail. Time now to find something to take notes with. Here we go. As I look back, I've never not had a roof over my head, even though there were time periods when I lived with my mom and dad or with a friend temporarily. And I've always seemed to get back on my feet and been in a better overall position than I was before I made the change. All right, Cheryl. You just helped me open up a fabulous Pandora's box. Uh-oh. True or false? We choose to fail while the divine, the galaxy, the world chooses willingly, non-stoppingly to help us succeed. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. <laughs> Have any of you ever thought that your choices, that you're making choices to purposefully fail? All the time. If you don't follow your dreams while you're still healthy, you won't be able to live out your dreams because you'll be too old and unhealthy by the time you retire. My parents were both getting ill, and I made a conscious choice, but it was my choice at that time. I had to live with my mom and dad. It really wasn't about the money, I guess. Ah. It was a transition period. So I ended up with the house that I wanted a block from my mom's house a year later. So the timing wasn't according to my timing, but it was timing according to some divine timing. Sweet. So I'm where I need to be now until my mom passes. I feel like I'm in a good position where I'm at, even though I do not have a job still. But I don't have the stress of the corporate world anymore. And I've made my income from having roommates and boarders and some internet work and it's been sufficient. I didn't need the $80,000 a year mortgage job to be happy. Wow. What an amazing story. It sounds like you've got more and more wise to choose to go with the flow. I do go with the flow because it's proven to be correct. So how many on this particular journey that we're on right now chooses to block the flow? Right 
before my ex-wife and I finalized our divorce, I was over at her place with the kids. We were attempting to, quote-unquote, make it work. My son was just having a meltdown that particular day. My ex-wife's method of dealing with those things was make him do it. (laughs) Because I wanted to make it work. It's like her house, her rules. I ended up being abusive toward my son. That was totally out of character for me. Sometimes there's some shame that comes up with that for me and some, some old guilt. Well, at the time, the guilt and the shame was at the level inside of me where I felt it'd be best to opt out of my earth suit. And I started making plans. Yeah, I started making plans of how I was going to do that. Before I jumped in my car to go fulfill that plan, I made a decision to contact one person. And that person happens to be the most skilled hypnotherapist on the planet. (laughs) And she happened to be really, really close with one of the most skilled crisis intervention professionals on the planet. (laughs) Within two hours of that one phone call, I was hooked up with probably the best help I could get. That was offered to me freely because I made a choice. To reach out, you know, maybe I'm just not thinking this through clearly. David, why did you choose that? The hope that maybe I'm wrong about myself. Because I was Yeah. I asked these questions because when I first got to know David, David reminded me of a pit bull. A pit bull. <laughs> Once he sunk his teeth into something, by God, from hell or high water, it will come to pass. Yeah? Yep. (laughs) But divine something happened on that fateful moment when you chose to set aside in your mind probably was a pretty secure plan to exit your earth suit. You set it aside because you doubted it was the right decision. True? Yeah, true. So in that instance, my dear friend, doubt saved your life. Absolutely. So in our program, when we talk about releasing doubt, guilt, shame, and worry, tonight we just uncovered the fact that doubt can be beneficial. All of those emotions can be beneficial. It's how I choose to view them. Mm. It actually made me think about the importance of balance because we can take everything too far so there's a discernment that we have to have and a lot of times that comes with trusting that what God's already put inside of us right but I do know I remember I had a pretty low time back at the end of last year and I was tired and I was so frustrated I was in a very dark low place and I kept thinking I'm putting so much effort into my growth and I'm putting so much effort in everything just forget it and it was the fear, because we're talking about balance, fear of choice and everything, but it was the fear of not being my best me that made me stop and realize that it was the fear of releasing what I thought was control over one area of a lot of block in my life. So I was afraid of 
vulnerability. But it was the fear of not being my best self that helped me see the fear. Vulnerability was a really big, like, dark spot in many areas of my life. And that made me go back to my Pay Me When I'm Workbook <laughs> and start to integrate again. I had been taught literally in so many ways and so many different kind of lessons that the vulnerability was my shield. It was my protection. It was my, that was actually what was saving me from things. And I can't let people have that vulnerability. That, that stoicism was my protection. So am I hearing you correctly? You're now choosing to be more transparent, which means you're choosing to be more vulnerable? Yes. Wow. It's a lot less exhausting, too. <laughs> it's really tiring to hold up all them plates and all them borders. And, uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> no, nobody else on this call understands what you're talking about. <laughs> But then that goes back to the manipulation, and I don't think a lot of times I don't think I certainly didn't understand that in a source that was a manipulation on my part uh, to withhold some of my true feelings or my true expressions or even saying, no, nah, this, this is not my judge. You're not even somebody I want in my life anyway. I don't even know why I'm trying to act like I do. All of those things in some way it was a manipulation. It was, it was a manipulation to myself and to them, and it was unfair to both of us. Thus consuming even more energy. Exactly. You brought up something that I want to touch back on, and I'm glad you brought this up, the extremes. You talk about the extremes. If we take and go to the extreme that we can have no doubt, guilt, shame, or worry in our life, David H. Paul would not be on this planet. So if I take the concept of having no doubt in your life at all, you're right. We need to have balance. We need to be mindful of extremes. In last week's class, we've talked about balance. There's a dark side to balance that, Christina, you reminded me of, and that's the extreme. The only way that they can maintain what they would consider a balance in their life is they do something to the extreme, and they think that that's fine. They don't see any imbalance in that. With 2020 being wonderfully clarifying, has anybody ever had a flashback to where they thought they were balanced, and now after they look back and they look at the, the circumstances, they found out that that balance was at the cost of being really extreme? in some form or fashion? This is Marsha. Yes, it, and I did have a situation years ago where because my husband wanted to stay home, I was okay with being out in the workforce. Got to the point where I was getting tired as I realized that I was missing out on my role as mom. And he was enjoying the role that he chose to stay home when we talked about it. And I really wanted him to get back into the workforce and give me a chance to just be at home with the children. That discussion did not lead into a good discussion whatsoever. So I just knew that I was totally out of balance. So being that super mom, I didn't want that anymore. Well, Marsha, you started out with thinking that you'd find balance by being the super mom, right? Mm, right. Yep. 
and then kind of dawned on you that that's a bunch of bull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be any superwoman of any type. No, I'll just be me. <laughs> Does that mean you chose to let go control? <gasps> <laughs> I guess so. Yes. Yes. As you know, this Monday Blow Your Mind call is the Kickstarter to a conversation that I would like to see continue on and on and on. This conversation can continue on and on and on by posting comments out to this on the YouTube post, the blog talk radio post, the Facebook post. We can continue this conversation on for as long as we want. Another way that we're continuing on the conversation is I've invited folks to step up to the plate and take on the discussion on a whole different way. I want to practice this letting go of the control of being in the driver's seat, so we're going to pass the baton to David. Before I do that, take a moment to choose to take a deep breath right now. Just take a really deep breath. Allow yourself, give yourself permission to feel that breath in and out. And in this moment, that deep breath in, choose to become aware of the mind chatter, besides my voice in your head. What's going on right now? Are you thinking what's for dinner? What's going to be going on for tomorrow? What's the week's plans ahead? Got to get the laundry done, take the garbage out. What voices are you choosing to listen to? And as you take another deep breath, I invite you to remember the divine gift of choice. I call it divine because it is a divine gift. Each person listening in, each person on this call, each person listening to the recording, you have the right to choose how you feel, and what you think in every moment of every day. And you may say to me, well, soul, duh, I know that. Do you? As you stop to choose to take a deep breath, what do you feel about yourself right now? Do you choose to pay attention to that feeling? Or do you judge the feeling? Do you analyze the feeling? Just paying attention is all you need. Just whatever you're feeling right now, that's it. It's neither right or wrong, good or bad. In this discussion, have you found that choice it's the pivot point between giving and receiving effortlessly.
Time to wrap up part two of our three-part audio series featuring the best content from our Monday, September 4th, 2017 Blow Your Mind Call. Hope you enjoyed what you heard. It's best now to take a little bit of time to write down your thoughts and feelings from what you just heard. I suggest you bring these notes to our next class. In order to join us in class, you'll have to register. Visit pay411.co. Again, pay411.co, and you can register and join us in class. And remember, you can also hear all of our other classes anytime by visiting bit.ly forward slash pay radio. Again, hundreds of classes for you to listen to, download, take them anywhere you want at bit.ly forward slash pay radio.